We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. Well, HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. So start saving with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. We can give you what are very nearly the final results for Postathon 2022. The amount of money raised $1,142,905. That is above last year, which was a million thirty-three. So thank you all very much for whatever you donated to Postathon 2022. And the amount of pasta and sauce came out at 26,959 pounds. Who weighed all that? I don't know. I don't. Well, you can weigh it at a time, right? Mm. But you collect it, just weigh it, and then add it to the total. So you're not weighing oh, yeah, it I just once. wonder who, who went through weighing all that. Got a big scale somewhere, that's, like uh, some sort of factory scale, and just, you know, that's, whatever uh, the collections are, just throw them on there, and somebody jots down the, right, today's right. pasta was, sauce. Yeah, you guys were, uh, you people were incredibly generous. Thank you. But that's the best way to express it to people. Otherwise, you have to say, well, we got to have 10,000 jars and 5,200 boxes. You can't really do it that way. You got to no, do it by poundage. I, I know. I just wondered who amongst us uh, was in charge of uh, the weighing of the sauce and the weighing I, of the pasta. If you want to look into that, nah, let us know. I don't, I don't care that much. Okay, um, <laughs> we're going to bring on rhetorical Jim question. Patterson now, the state assemblyman. Uh, yeah, Jim, yeah, Jim oh, go uh, Jim's got a, uh, a some bill called the Accountability for Fentanyl Dealers Act. It turns out that fentanyl dealers can go right back out on the street. Uh, we'll have him explain the details here because this sounds crazy. It's hard to believe, but then everything is hard to believe. Jim, how are you? 
Good. Thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate be- being with you. Uh, actually, it's the Fentanyl Dealers Accountability Act. We're putting the final touches on the legislation. Uh, we will put it over the desk uh, pretty soon in a, in a matter of days, probably early part of uh, part of uh, January. Well, what's the, here's what what's the current yeah. law and what are you fixing? Yeah. Um, so current current sentences, sentencing laws simply don't take into account the fact that as little as two milligrams of fentanyl, about five grains of salt is enough to kill someone. Uh, and the, these penalties have, have been written based on the weight of the drug. So I'm going to give you an example that happened in Fresno County. We've got a terrific DA, Lisa Smithcamp, and yet her hands were tied on this case. They caught a drug dealer with 1,100 pills, but because the weight of that, those 1,000, 1,100 pills was below a kilo in weight, they could not make that a felony. They had to make it a misdemeanor drug charge. And so here we have this crazy loophole, which entirely ignores uh, the high poison level and basically treats it as, let's say, heroin. The problem with that is that just a grain of salt of fentanyl can kill. And so what we're doing is we are creating a standard of weight that is well below that kilo and that will turn most uh, dealers uh, it, uh, it getting a felony uh, charge r- rather than a misdemeanor. I mean, we've got a revolving door on fentanyl drug dealers right now. I mean, you've got suppliers with thousands of pills. They can literally kill dozens of people with it. We know that fentanyl is 50 to 100 times more powerful than Morphine. So imagine you have a beaker of heroin in one hand and a beaker of fentanyl in the other. You have a significant uh, stack of heroin, but in the beaker with the fentanyl, it's a few grains of salt. That's, that's the comparison. So we are working with the District Attorney's Association, also with our Fresno County DA, uh, to tighten down uh, uh, and to lower the weight of a fentanyl. Right. So it was based on the weight of the fentanyl, not the potency of the fentanyl. Well, it, it, yeah, it's basically fentanyl is thrown in with all of the other, yeah. uh, you know, cat, category one uh, drugs. Uh, and yet it, it is deadly a small amount. So here's what's happening. These drug dealers, they can have a two, 3,000 pills. It comes in under the kilo amount. And that means that the district attorney's office must do what amounts to a misdemeanor uh, drug offense. And that individual is out on the street either that day right. or there, the, the next there's, day. There's no jail anymore for misdemeanor offenses. No, no. And, and the, the, the fact is that we are going to force the California state legislature to look squarely in the eye of family members who have lost kids others who have died, and ask them the straight-out question, whose side are you on? Okay. And now, in a they, normal world, your your bill would pass in about five minutes. They, <laughs> they have refused to pass anything that results in any more prisoners going to state prison for, for any well, reason. Uh, okay. So, uh, so, we're, we're uh, so I mean, it, it, is, is this bill so obvious and so necessary that the, the Democrats on the Public Safety Committee are going to go along with you? I think there is a possibility. First of all, we've got all kinds of new Democrat faces up in Sacramento. 
Uh, many of those were elected so-called as, uh, you know, as moderate Democrats. We've got our work cut out for us. I believe I can find Democrat co-authors as well, because, look, this is not an enhancement on a user. So oftentimes the Democrats don't want to enhance anything uh, on on a user uh you know, they have more sympathy for well, actually, you know, they're, they're I, I, I can't imagine criminal. that there's anybody, there's any constituency for letting fentanyl uh, killers out immediately. I, I, I mean, who 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 is that person? Forget that. Yeah. This is not to me a political issue. These people are, are, are murderers and, and fentanyl well, is a yeah, poison. It, yeah, it's a poison. So, I, look, I just think this is one of the best bills that we have run. I think it has a high probability of passing. And if not, there are going to be people who vote against this that are going to have an awful lot of explaining to do. Uh, so when we roll the bill out, we will have our uh, Fresno County District Attorney will have four or five families that have been victimized like, like this. And there's one easy, simple solution. Draw down the weight so that two, 3,000 pills turns into enough fentanyl to cause it to be a, a felony, and then we control the book at them. Uh, we'll see what happens. I think this is a, a, a bill that has bipartisan appeal well, what, for the reasons that you suggest. What's the, what's the number that, uh, that you're pushing for? Like how many pills make it a felony? Now that we're doing some of the finalized uh, assessments on it, uh, we think first of the year we'll have a an idea uh, that which basically equates, uh, in uh, you know, uh, decreasing uh, the the uh, fentanyl uh, down commensurately to a, a similar uh, poison or, or killing for heroin. In other words, if heroin with a big bunch of heroin kills people, and you get a a, a, mis a, a felony, then uh, a, a small amount with the same kind of killing power may very well be the standard by which Benton was then judged as a felony. And so uh, we're going to put the bill together, deliver it with those kinds of details early in January, and it's a fentanyl uh, dealer's accountability act. Uh, right. I think we're doing well, it the right way. Okay. If you run into resistance, I want names. I want <laughs> names of whoever in the legislature doesn't think that this bill should pass and actively blocks it, especially if yeah, they do it common sense. Bill, if they right. do it in a sneaky way where they put it in some special uh, file in their committee. You know, the hundred ways you. they have to kill. Because these people really should be hung out to dry if they yeah, put up any resistance. This, this ought to pass immediately. And we'll, we'll look, we'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're going to work hard on it. I, I do think with this new crop of Democrats, uh, they're going to have a learning curve. And the question is, uh, do they have the kind of fentanyl deaths and the kind of uh, sad stories in their own backyard that would cause them maybe to break from sort of the harder liners uh, in, the, in the Democratic Assembly and Senate? I don't know. I just have a gut feeling, guys, that this is such a clear pathway to equalizing the penalty for the similar kind of ability to poison and death. So we're going to rationalize it with, let's say, morphine and heroin and all of that, and we'll try to actualize a size, a small size, that equates to that killing potential, 
And if you've got that kind of killing potential, you're going to face a misdemeanor and uh, we'll throw the book at you. All right, Jim. Thanks for coming on and telling us about it. Thank we appreciate you. it. Appreciate All right. it. We'll, All right, we'll Senator Jim Patterson, vote. Republican from the Fresno area, the 8th Assembly District. And again, he's introduced a bill to prosecute uh, tougher those who are uh, dangerous uh, fentanyl drug dealers. Because right now, based on the weight, that's how the prosecution yeah. goes. And because fentanyl can kill people with a very small amount, uh, it's not fair and it's resulting in misdemeanor cases. You can have a thousand pills and it's a misdemeanor, no jail time. A thousand which conceivably can kill a thousand people because yeah. uh, it's just a few grains. This legislature, though, is just doesn't want to send more people to any prison. No. They... So even though Jim's right, these are dealers, not users we'd be talking about. I uh, remember that bill last year Which... that would have punished repeat fentanyl dealers yeah. like drunk drivers that got nowhere. Yeah. So but yeah, because these apparently they get off on high school and college kids dying. That that's that's a, that's a, the outcome that they prefer. Uh, it's it's really sick, and nobody calls them on it. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Oh, we return to the world of SBF. Sam Bankman-Fried, the guy that uh, co-founded FTX, the crypto exchange. It's in a big bankruptcy situation with the big bucks missing, billions of dollars. Anyway, the update on him is a very intriguing one. He liked to give money to politicians. He was the second biggest donor to Democrats in this year's midterm elections. He gave $27 million to the Protect Our Future Political Action Committee. And then something called Guarding Against Pandemics Group run, run well, by his younger brother. He wanted to buy protection against regulations that could put his scam out of business. See, yeah, well, that's what they think because he contributed heavily to two California politicians. One of them is Karen Bass's replacement in Congress. Karen Bass, of course, will now be the mayor of L.A., but uh, she's being replaced in Congress by a woman named Sidney Kamliger. And he gave her uh, more than, uh, how much did he give her? Uh, what? Way to jump on the scene uh, looking like you're totally corrupted by Sam Bankman-Fried, huh? Yeah. This is, how, this is how you enter public life. You enter the public consciousness. Oh. Yeah, I was totally bought off by the biggest scam artist since Bernie Madoff. $500,000 was given to Kamliger in her primary election in South L.A. What, and what she in promised. less than a month, Protect Our Future spent it on mailers, television ads, and radio spots. And then a million dollars went to the former Long Beach Mayor Robert Garcia in his race for Congress, which okay. he did win. Okay. So what did these two promise, this crook? They must have promised something. You don't get $500,000 for nothing. You don't get a million dollars for nothing. You get it because there was a promise made. Promise probably made. I don't know if these two were supposed to, are going to be on uh, special committees. I think he they're, got they're, the word that maybe they would be very sympathetic Right. To the kind of legislation he would like to see passed but concerning crypto. Sympathetic and have a certain kind of power. And I'm guessing that they're they're scheduled to be on certain committees that uh, involve the regulation or the non-regulation of crypto. Because this crypto crowd doesn't work under any rules, really. Uh, minimal rules. In the Bahamas, no rules, which is why he's there. 
And that's different than the way stocks and bonds are regulated or normal financial in- investment. Uh, well, banks uh, for all, all, all the other forms of investment are heavily regulated. Protect Our Future described Kamliger and Garcia as champions for pandemic prevention that's in cover. the next Congress. No, that's yeah, a, that's, that yeah, a, that's cover, a cover yeah. story. He, yeah. They don't care about the pandemic. Neither does he. He cares about his billions of dollars, and, and they care about getting a share of those billions of dollars for their own political uh, success. Protect Our Future but was the single largest because, spender in because, Robert Garcia's race. Wow. Because what did he say in that interview? That it, it, the way it is in politics now is you just you, you do the you do the woke talk. And everybody knows that everyone else is full of crap when they do the woke talk. But that's how you get approval of the group. You do the woke talk. And so that's what the p- pandemic became part of woke world, right? You, you had to believe certain things. You had to believe the vaccines. You had to believe in wearing masks. You had to believe that uh, the, the virus uh, jumped from an animal, not the, the Chinese lab. There were a whole uh, you know, list of commandments that you had to follow when it came to this issue. Well, Kamlinger certainly has a few crumbs that were left here. She introduced a bill, she was in the legislature before she won this congressional seat, that would have allowed state agencies to adopt cryptocurrency as a form of payment. Uh, the change would make California more user-friendly. The state controller opposed it, saying it would be fiscally irresponsible. A legislative analyst say crypto could be used in tax evasion and money laundering. Well, that's what it's And it's not for. backed by FDIC. That's, that's exactly what The bill what it's died in committee. You, if you are a bad guy, let's say you're, you're, you're making money selling drugs or you're selling uh, slaves or sex trafficking, right? Or you're, you're, you're just involved in you know, mafia-style businesses. If you put it into crypto and run it through that mysterious system, who's, go, who's going to track it? Who's going to know what the money's for? You know, you start trading it back and forth between these various currencies because there's like a, there's like hundreds of, of, of fake currencies. And, and, and his company was an exchange where you could buy and sell crypto and put it into different currencies. And, and you know, it becomes dizzying. There's no way you can, you can figure out where this money came from. What it's, and who would do that? Oh, and you evade taxes, too. Well, at least $8 billion in customer funds are missing. Supposedly, that was used to uh, backstop billions in losses at this Alameda Research uh, hedge fund. He also founded yeah. that was the one that was originally run by his girlfriend. Both and, companies are now bankrupt. And I was reading very carefully all his denials in, in the interviews he's done lately. And I was, I was reading about how the laws work because it is hard to convict people of fraud. And he keeps using the word, I didn't knowingly commit fraud. I didn't knowingly lose the money. He's, he's selling himself as just an incompetent boob because it's not illegal to be an incompetent boob. You can be a bad executive. Oh, plenty of people go and, bankrupt and in companies. Right? Sure. You, you drive the company into the ground because you make a lot of stupid decisions. That is perfectly legal in America. Uh, in fact, uh, there's companies that are, are driven into the ground all the time, and generally the guys who do the driving end up walking away with uh, millions of dollars in bonus money. It says here the key is to prove that he misled FDX customers to believe their money was available, but instead it was being used as collateral for mm-hmm. loans or for other purposes. Yeah. And that's where 
you know, that other company comes in, that's, Alameda. That, that's where the Ponzi scheme comes. Exactly you, right. You're right. You're you t- right. You just take the money and you divert it to he, other things, and you hope that you make so much money from those other things you can cover the original money you you shifted over. Right. But in this case, uh, uh, Alameda went south quickly. So yeah, and he probably he is a bad executive, and he's also dishonest, and uh, it's going to take a while. I mean, you know, it took it took the, the guy they have on the case is the guy who unraveled the Enron scandal. It took him 14 years to go through the Enron books and 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 connect all the dots. 14 years. Wow. And Madoff is now over 10 years, I think. And they're still working on it. But you know what's amazing about the Madoff scandal? By time they're done, 88% of the money will have been returned. Because wow. what they did is they tracked down all the people who withdrew money from Madoff and... You know, they were getting double-digit interest every year that they were invest- invested. So a lot of people you know, took the money and ran with it. They're not entitled to it. The government allows you to call it back. So 88% of the money is uh, being recovered. And they're going to probably work uh, for 15 years on this case. Uh, well, we just learned that uh, actress Kirstie Alley is dead at 71. I was just going to tell you that. Uh, apparently she died after a brief battle with cancer, which was only recently discovered. That's all they're saying. I'd forgotten she got involved in the whole Trump thing. I think she was she was comparing uh, Trump's ban on Twitter to slavery. Mm. And, then I, and then I like the next story underneath that one. Actress Kristen Johnston. Stop confusing me with Kirstie Alley. Oh. kind of... She, big bones women there. She getting a, a lot of a lot of messages. I guess she but, did. Well, wait a second. If people thought she was dead, what are they writing? Who are you talking about? No, this is an older story. Oh, an older story. Oh, yeah, okay. Kristen Johnston. I think oh, okay. Kirstie Alley was in the news for a while because she seemed to be uh, Trump leaning, kind of. So you know, oh. she got a lot of uh, left wing media attention. Oh, I missed all she's that. She's a different kind of Hollywood person, and uh, I guess the. Some people came after Kristen Johnston thinking oh, that she was... Uh, boy, people are really She bored. was on Third Rock from the Sun. And you ever see that show? And no. More recently on Mom, the sitcom Mom. No? Okay. I can't imagine having such an empty life that you're writing insulting messages to celebrities. But Kirstie Allen, of course, was most well-known uh, for being on Cheers. I'm, is that the emptiest form of existence? When you're... <laughs> really? Can you think of something more useless and worthless? When you're trolling people, you mean? Or? Trolling people on, uh, on social, uh, social media because they're famous and they have uh, political views you don't like. I, yeah, people I mean, resent just, that. Just take take the exit bag. Can't go unanswered. All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Now we turn our attention to the lovely metro system of Los Angeles County. We begin with this report from Fox 11's Susan Hirasuna. It speaks for itself. The worst part is just 
Disgusting. This is video taken Friday morning by a man who tried multiple times to report it to the Metro authorities. The man wants to remain anonymous and talk to me by phone. This person is exposing himself. He's, he's scanning the crowd. He's looking for, for female passengers and he's starting to touch himself. And, uh, and then after a while, he decides to expose himself. Two calls to the Metro hotline. Reports to two operators, but no action. I have photos, videos of this person. You want the description of this person? You know, the, the person's probably still on the train. I'm a, I'm a daily commuter. I see this person all the time on this train. Um, and then she says, no, the, pro the person is probably gone. And there's nothing that we can do about it. Riders say they see this kind of thing regularly. Oh, yeah, I see before. Yeah, I'm friends of me. Yeah, I've seen everything on there. Well, what I try to do is I just try to look at my phone and don't even look anywhere. Dave Sotero of Metro Transportation Authority promised me that he would look into the situation to see whether or not his operators were indeed unresponsive and unhelpful to this man's complaint. He did say that that disgusting act captured on video is unacceptable and clearly illegal, but he admits Metro security cannot be everywhere all the time. No, yeah, but if you rise the train all the time, send somebody out there the next day who has the approximate time this guy's on the train and uh, put him undercover and see what he does. You can see from the video that his pants are kind of down. They kind of blotted out <clears throat> the sensitive parts, but he's looking up like at the uh, ceiling, like he's uh, in pleasure heaven well, there. The, the guy said, I, I see this person all the time on the train. Yeah, so I'm saying okay. how hard it would be to find him way, again. Put, 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 a, put a, a, a cop. Uh, like a real cop, not these fake ambassadors. Put them on, on, on and, and all you have to do is start arresting these people and prosecuting them and throwing them in prison for a little while. And they'll stop going on the train and doing this. They, they, they go on the train and do it because there's no consequences. And, and, and that's the whole world right now. There's no consequences, so the bad guys are multiplying. Is that the uh, hotline that was set up by Sheila Keel's friend from Metro? Yeah. Report, uh... Yeah, why don't you? They just call, told you uh, nothing we can do. What's He's probably her name? gone by now. Yeah, call Patty Giggins. Is that her name? Yeah, it was her name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, call Sheila Kuehl and uh, tell him you see a guy is uh, dangling his stuff in front of you. Yeah, real, uh, real uh, effective that hotline. Uh, there's the, this this other story how they're going to not increase the fares on Metro. And well, what's uh, lovely about this story is you can see the move towards. No fares at all on Metro. There's a movement that's been led by activists, some politicians, that all buses, trains, subways should be free. Right. So we've got to pay for all the miscreants who take this uh, this disgusting system, right? We got to we got to pay for every uh, criminal, homeless person, uh, mental patient, drug addict. I love Garcetti's quote. This is what jumped out at me. Uh, the cost of transportation should never stand between Angelinos. An opportunity. If we're going to change the car culture, if we're going to change the car culture in Los Angeles, we need to break down every barrier to riding Metro. What? What? <laughs> How about getting rid of the guy who drops his pants and shows off his, his genitals? How about that's a barrier to a lot of people taking that the Metro. That is a barrier. Right. It's, it's, not, it's not the uh, the two bucks they charge. No, that's you not drive your own car, you're not likely to have that guy in the back seat doing that of your car. So, I yeah. couldn't believe. Oh, we're going to change the car culture. Are you really? How, 
<laughs> he is so delusional that you're not never changing the car culture. That's not possible. All this stuff is not going to work. It's a cover story just to charge ridiculous amounts of taxes, create these superstructure bureaucracies, and have all your friends and relatives earn salaries off the bureaucracy. That's what this is. That's the purpose of government. It's the purpose for the homeless industry. It's the purpose for Metro. And then you, yeah. uh, you act all pompous and righteous. Well, you know, if we are going to eliminate the car culture, no one's asking to eliminate the car culture. Nobody wants to do that. Everyone's perfectly happy in their car. Now, I don't know if I can believe one of these activists. It's a group called Act LA. They claim that fares only bring in 1% to 2% of Metro's budget anyway. So what would, what would the big loss be if they just went fare-free? Think about that. Well, because Most people think, oh, well, people pay for the buses and trains. That helps run them. No, not if they're only 2% of the budget. Well, it because most of it's taxpayer funding. It's subsidized, yeah. yeah. It's, it's our money. These have all been. They're losers in every city, buses and trains. Big, big and, losers. But, it, you know, in L.A., mostly it's used by the, the insane and the drug addicts. It's yeah, it's a place to sit and, and right. stay a little warm and get a free trip and just kind of sleep. Yeah. It, it shuttles their bodies up and down and up and down the route all day. Uh, oh, we're going to end the car culture. Get out of here. Oh, get your champagne ready. Your favorite guy is apparently behind the movement to make Metro fare free. It's Mike Bonin, who's only got days to go, right? Yeah, I think December 12th. That's a week from today. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know I got I got an email that uh, Saturday Tracy Park's getting uh, sworn in. Yeah, and Sunday Bass is. Right. So I think it's Monday, though. I think you're right because Bass wanted it to be done on the weekend so more people could come. So I think it, probably the official change is Monday the 12th. Yeah. Yeah, but there's... So there's... we'll make sure you have something to uh, pop a cork. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got uh, to celebrate the end of Bonded, the demise of Bonded. Yeah, Bonin has been an advocate for turning off the fair turnstiles on metro buses and trains for years. Years. Yeah, so his, all his homeless buddies can uh, have free rides and never get hassled. That, 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 that's the only purpose. The and then lecture us about using our cars. God, yeah. don't you hate... The, 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 don't you hate the politicians? Well, I'll bet you he uses a car. You're going to tell me he gets on a train or a bus every day a everywhere car. he goes? Yeah, of course. He lives Silly. like a rich guy. He lives in, he lives in a well, nice Garcetti house. Garcetti, too. He gets uh, driven around. They're all phonies. What they do is they, 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 they manipulate people's minds to suck in lots of money, and then everybody they know enjoys the uh, rewards of it. Looks like what they wanted to do is cap the fares so that they wouldn't go up or go up at all or go up very little. They matter. wanted to tie them into inflation. Homeless people have plenty of money. They're panhandling and stealing all day. They've, they've got the money. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You know, three years ago, the end of 2019, before we started talking about COVID, I remember one of the big things we were talking about that year, or part of it, was what's going to happen with the California DMV when everybody has to get their real ID licenses by the deadline, which I think was going to be somewhere in the year 2020. Do you remember all that whole uh, yeah. back and forth? And then it became 2023. Well, eventually it did. With the pandemic, they, they pushed it back and then they pushed it to 2023. And today, the Department of Homeland Security has extended it to 2025. 
So (laughs) since this was such an important national security concern for a bill that passed in 2005, by the way, so this will be a 20-year phase-in. Do you believe 20 years and they haven't, the states haven't been able to get their act together? Not all states. A number of them have, but there were some states left that. But uh, I mean, 20 years. California was one of them. They were just like, oh, we're just we're overwhelmed with this. We don't know how we're going to be able to deal well, with this crush of people. And... Well, people are getting, have been getting their real IDs. I got mine in 2020. I remember during the pandemic, I made an appointment in Long Beach and I was in and out pretty quickly. I just thought, I mean, I was like, because I believe oh, that was I think the, the deadline was October of that, 2020. That was where you, ha- you, you have to bring uh, you know, documents. documents with you. Yeah, right. Like proof of birth or yeah, something. Yeah, I like never that. went. I just think about it and I, I get weak and I get headachey and I have to lie down. Just thinking about looking for documents and then contacting. Oh, you don't the have DMV a real ID and... license? No, I, I tried oh, to. Oh, I thought you did this. No. I thought we had this conversation. No, I never did. Did your sons do it or something? Why do I feel like I had this yeah, conversation? I, You know, one of my sons tried to. He and I were at the computer and we tried to and it sent us into a circular dead end. <laughs> and it, we we, just, we didn't end up with the uh, ID license. We ended up with the regular one. I I, we don't know, know what that. we did. It just didn't work. Obviously, we did something wrong, but I, 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 I can't even think about it. I'm sorry if this traumatized I, no, you. I didn't I mean, mean to do that. No, I, I, have, I, I have a health insurance form I've got to f- fill out, right? Yes. And, and I've got to do this. I've got to do this tonight uh, when I get home. And it's like weighing on me all day. A health form, did you say? Yeah, it's a health insurance form. Some just oh. n- normal, you know, renewal form. You it's gotta... weighing on your mind all day? Yes, that I have to go on a website and, and fill out forms, and the website's not going to work, or I'm not going to be able to figure out how to is do it. Is it our health insurance? Because I just did that over the weekend. No? Yeah, yeah, it is, because December 1st. Well, it wasn't is... very complicated, yeah. <sighs> you can just, well, yeah, this one's easy because you've had the insurance for years. You mm-hmm. just pay a quarter premium or whatever you want to pay right now. And yeah, but it, there's there's other there's other things on it. Okay, I, I didn't notice those things, but um, maybe you have some special case. I don't know. I've seen, uh, I've so seen. obviously they they passed this because of the hijackers of nine eleven, <laughs> and they wanted to make sure that any person who boards an airplane or enters a secure federal building is who they say they are. Right. right. And so twenty years later, they still don't have it in place. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, talk about yeah. an imminent threat, huh? Yeah, the bill passed in 05, we, so it'll be we, 20 years before. We don't want to take any. How many people who passed that bill are dead now? Uh, good question. I don't know. <laughs> but clearly oh, nothing's happened here. in the interim. We that... can't let the terrorists on the planes. We've got to get this special ID immediately. This was the third postponement, so. Uh, all right. Joke, there you go. Joke. Uh, Conway's here. Hey now, hey now. Hey, we have uh, Dr. Ray Kasheri coming on tonight at 6 o'clock to talk about the flu and, uh, I don't know, maybe a little, uh, we'll do a little uh, virus talk for you, a little uh, COVID action for you, all right? Keep you down, right? Keep you down and negative good, and crazy. Uh, good dinner time conversation. Thank you very much. Also, <laughs> uh, Christy Alley died. I can't believe that. I thought she was in great shape. She just uh, said she lost a lot of weight and uh, died at 71. Yeah. Yeah. Cancer. That's, yeah. that's horrible. Um, but she didn't know she had cancer. So I think that 80% of the people listening right now are like, oh, I probably have cancer. You know? Well, people yes, do you that. do have yes. that tendency. Yes. Yes. Sorry, but do you yes. hear 
That she just found out? That's right. She found out it was too late. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend who had liver cancer, did not know it, and when he finally found out, he passed away just a month later. Really? Yeah, we had, yeah, we had a, terrible. A, a family member who got diagnosed on a Thursday and passed on Sunday. I mean, it was just, you know, two, three days. It was horrible. What? No <laughs> symptoms or he was ignoring No, it's just it felt like he had the flu. And then uh, went in and had uh, radical uh, radical wow. cancer. Wow. It's mm. tough, man. But you know what? Look, I hate to say this, but that's not a bad way to go. You know? Mm. Fast, uh, yes. My dad had four years of hell. Uh, in the last four years of his yeah, life. There's always that debate. You want to just drop dead yeah. or you want to linger so you can say goodbye? I want to drop dead. Every day of my dad's <laughs> last four years was an absolute 24 hours of living hell. Absolutely. Oh, just the worst, that's man. That's terrible. Yeah. And, oh. and I, so anyway... That and I don't know, but uh, a little uh, throwing some nine yeah. eleven, maybe a little Holocaust talk tonight. We'll uh, get everybody down. Holocaust right? talk? Yeah, yeah. This is where things get tricky. He <laughs> keeps talking. Tim, yeah, that's right. This is where we have to. Uh, we no, have to exit very carefully. No, there was a great Adam Carolla joke. Uh, we will now tiptoe out of the room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's your show. There. All right. When the when, as soon as the clock ticks, I'll tell you. I'll give you the explanation for that line. Dig dog. Dig dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the final bell. Ding dong. <laughs> ding ding gone. <laughs> ding gone. Chaos yeah. HD2 Los Angeles. Oh, County Light, right. Radio app. Open a limited time 11 month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.